wise it's just been all over the place today it's been rain sun rain sun rain sun and uh, that's pretty much mirrored my state of mind today I've got so much on my plate uh, due to a weekend that all went wrong how can weekends go wrong in lockdown welcome to episode 47 of Mr. Burt Pods. I've just seen a child run past the window. It's the hippie family child, probably running away from his mother. In fact, uh, neither parent has followed him, so they've obviously just, uh, it's probably just, I think they're on the verge of feral, those children, actually. Uh, I walked past the house today and it was just, completely deserted. I think they've, what they've probably done is the children have gone back to school and they've just gone on holiday. Um, yeah, no, well, I, it's just been yoga this morning. Um, I've had a really ridiculous weekend, thanks to Darren, who has managed to stir up an absolute wasp's nest, trying to get the flipping Nothing to See Here podcast edited. All my plans for the weekend got thrown out the window because of that. And now I'm completely behind today. I've managed to get three things this evening, three Zoom events, all on a Monday evening, all about the same time. I mean, how do you manage that? You've got eight days, seven days even. That shows my state of mind. You've got seven days to do things. And I end up with three all programmed from Monday night. So I'm trying to decide which one I'm doing. Might be able to squash two in. I've started another writing course and I'm regretting it because I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I just haven't got time to do any more writing. And what writing I'm supposed to be doing, I now genuinely am not getting done because I've got time. You can hear from my voice, I'm slightly hysterical. Anyway, yoga. Uh, yeah, we did Eagle today. She did mention at one point flying Eagle. Um, if you'd shot an eagle in the wing and it had come plummeting towards the ground, I think that was more my type of eagle because uh, it involves standing on one foot and wrapping your other leg around the standing leg and then doing the same with your arms over your head. Um, it's not an elegant pose when I do it. Uh, she did lots of balancing. Uh, by the end of uh, the... Oh, she always goes over the hour, actually. I was really bursting for the loo. I always am. My Shavasana, which is the rest pose at the end, is always unrestful because I'm desperate for the toilet. Uh, and today she read a poem. So <clears throat> we didn't do any uh, chanting, thank goodness, but she did read a poem and the poem during Shavasana, and it was entitled A Glass of Water, which was the last thing I needed to hear at that moment. And it went on for ages. And then I tried to come out of the whole meeting quickly because I was bursting for the toilet. And, uh, and then I feel really rude if I just knock my camera off. Um, and then she started asking everybody how their session had been. And then um, naming me, asked me how mine had been. And I went, oh, well, I found it a bit hard. And she said, yes, it's the balancing, isn't it? And I thought, yes, I wonder how you managed to pick that one up. Obviously, she's looking at the camera when I'm falling all over the place. It was, it was a really hard one today. And two of them, two of the positions she got into, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. I mean, one she said was a bind, meaning a knot as in bind. And it literally was practically your head round you your ankle around your neck and I thought this is level one it's not level five so hopefully she'll make it a bit easier next week and she was looming up at the end I mean I came out of Shavasana 
open my eyes and she'd move right up to the camera because she's usually way back in her room and it was really disconcerting because it was like she was in the room for one horrible moment uh, then I went for a run and it rained a lot but I stuck it out and I did a good time so I was pleased with that so um, when did Darren and I do the Flaming Podcast um, the one I put out yesterday called Relentless he dumped three pre-recorded things on me, or four if you include the sex pact, um, that I then had to edit uh, with music. And it's just been a very difficult, uh, he's a very difficult person to work for. So um, when did we record it? We, we're supposedly doing it every two weeks to make things easy for me recording wise and somehow I still end up doing everything at the last minute because we record it a week before it goes out I don't know how that's happened so this should have been two weeks editing this in which I'd have had no problem because I'd have had plenty of time but um there was so much to edit and I managed to get it done for Wednesday which is what I usually do and then usually he passed back some micro edits which fine and then it's usually sort of done Thursday and Friday but oh no um i got a whole load of edits back and i spent friday saturday doing them i mean they took me hours i lot i mean saturday just went i had a load of things planned for saturday they all just went out the window i mean right at my own writing and some other bits and pieces that all went out the window um and then like every time i sent back i got more i was getting voice notes i'm getting text notes from him i'm getting emails from him by sunday evening and we were about three hours over past the deadline of putting it out i was practically sobbing and um, he was having a lovely weekend he was off in brighton for the weekend having a nice little holiday as far as i could gather um supposedly doing a pickling uh, workshop but you know i think we know that pickling in brighton of all places is just a euphemism for other things um so um i was practically sobbing by sunday evening now Admittedly, it is an absolutely brilliant episode, and it's one we're both extremely proud of, and rightly, I think. Uh, and I have done an absolutely magnificent job. Um, you see, there's a man walking along with sunglasses on, and it's not sunny. I think some men sometimes think they're in spy movies or something. He obviously does. And, um, yeah, so I lost this whole weekend. So we got to Sunday evening. Now... It's just the thing is, things tend to go wrong in the actual putting out of the of the publishing of the podcast. Needless to say, everything went wrong. Um, uh, there was an absolute litany. I'm going to have to. I mean, I actually had to text him everything that was going on because it was just a, it was an absolute litany. So um, right until the last minute, I was still getting. Oh, can you cut that? You know, microsecond. Um, and then he was complaining because I wasn't doing things that... Uh, the thing is, you do two tracks. If you put music on, you have two tracks. And if you edit one of the, the, the speaking track, it then goes out of sync with the music. So every time I edit, I have to put all the music back in sync. And then I had that flipping voiceover, which was my choice. And it was horrendous. And of course, it's all just a big dig at me, week two because I messed up his, supposedly destroyed his theatre company because I forgot a music cue. I'm losing my sense of humour on that one, I can tell you. Anyway, um, 
so yeah there was various um, backings and forwards going on by text um, a couple of times he admitted I was right and he was wrong I think we need a few more of those um, and then I misunderstood him then he's called me grumpy and I said I'm not grumpy it's just buggered up my weekend um, then he'd because we had this discussion over what music was going to go for the relentless trailer I've made my point by sticking it in aka the editing department sticking it in at the end um, but his music which to me sounded like some epic Game of Thrones things and didn't go at all with his words um, it was a YouTube video now that's always a problem converting it into a just to, just getting the sound file the sound bit of the uh, thing uh, but fortunately I found a quicker way of doing it but then I tried to link it as acknowledgements on the um, web page the blog web page and um, it flipping brings up the whole hmm, fancy hat going by uh, it brings up the whole picture of the um, YouTube video so I was faffing around trying to find some sort of link I could put up that didn't bring all that up because it would just looked awful um so masked people walking past this afternoon I'm surprised she can see where she's going it's so far up her face and her hair's in her eyes um so then I managed to get that out I managed to get the thing published I then realized fortunately in time well I had published it but it was minutes after I published it I'd spelled episode wrong so I'd, I put epsioid and then I realized I hadn't actually uploaded the um, episode itself uh, so I managed to get that up then I got another moan from him about something um, I then did the um, oh while this was going on I was baking a cake now the priority was not baking a cake but I really just wanted to spend a little bit of relaxing time this weekend between my feverish writing which doesn't which hasn't happened making a cake and I was determined to do it I made a mistake I let go of the Australian Women's Weekly um, cake recipe magazine book I always use and tried the Hummingbird Bakery what looked like quite a simple cake called pound cake I don't know what pound cake is now I did I don't know what went wrong but I thought I hadn't got any plain flour then I found some stone ground plain flour I'm sure that was fine I don't see why that would cause a problem there may be people shouting at this now saying never use stone ground plain flour in a cake that could have been it the other thing was uh, I threw everything in at the same time um, I put together the uh, sugar and uh, butter mixture with the um, flour and egg mixture and then I suddenly realized it said do it in three lots and stir in between mix in between whether that made any difference or not I do not know uh, it said gas mark three which seemed a bit low to me 40 minutes I got it out this was while I was still trying to edit and get the damn podcast up I got I went to look at it after 40 minutes and um, it was just basically liquid bar a bit of a sort of a crust on top uh, I kept putting it on, I put it on for another 15 minutes um, I swear I didn't put too much baking soda, um, bicarbonate soda because I'm always a bit conservative with that uh, It, had, I told Darren it had exploded, it hadn't well, I was trying to get him off my back and of course that didn't make a blind bit of difference he couldn't care less about my cakes uh, but it had um, 
it had come over the top of the <clears throat> the loaf tin so I then had to clean up a very hot oven because um, otherwise it just stinks if you just let it burn so that was a nightmare um, eventually it got done another 45 minutes later so it actually took twice as long as it was meant to um, I then couldn't get it out of the loaf tin because they said grease it and put flour on which usually I think I was rushing and I wasn't doing my usual carefulness usually I put paper in baking paper and I didn't so of course it all stuck to the tray and then half of it came out and half of it didn't it tastes all right it's just a bit um, I don't know it's a bit solid it's not it's, it's perfectly edible so I don't know. I don't know whether I put in the wrong heat or whether it was the flour or whether it was because I didn't mix it properly or whether it's just a crap recipe. Could well be a crap recipe. So um, while all that was going on, I was still trying faffing around with the editing and I was merrily uh, doing that final uh, bonus track thing, which is another uh, extra bit I put on myself. I recorded it about in about 57 takes. Uh, and then I got it absolutely perfect, listened back just as I was about to put it all up again and realised that someone had put the microwave on in the middle of it in the kitchen and all you could hear was this beep, beep, beep in the background in the middle of it. So I still had to do it again and it was another 57 times before I got it right. Um, that's somebody who makes a cup of tea and then forgets about it and it goes cold so they end up putting it back into the microwave to heat it up. It's not how I drink my tea. So um, I did tell him that he, if he spent more time phoning his mother on Mother's Day rather than listening to my, uh, than listening to the podcast 500 times, that may have been a better use of his time. But he said he had phoned her and told me to f off. Um, so yeah, so anyway, I eventually got it out, and it is a rather lovely um, episode. It has to be said, and it is very funny. And um, I do love Darren, despite all this. Well, I try. I try to. I did tell him he's quite difficult to love. And then I got some comparison with him and God that I just didn't follow. So, um, yeah, so that was the weekend, basically. Destroyed cake. I told him I'd put it in the bin, actually, which wasn't quite true, although I wasn't the verge of putting it in the bin. I'm just not very good at throwing away things. when you. It's not the time and effort so much as the food. I don't like the fact I've used all the flour and the eggs and everything just to put it in the bin. So it will get eaten. Um, so I got practically no playwright. I was trying to do a scene. My play's in 31 scenes, um, and I'm trying to do a scene a day. They're only short. I'm trying to do a scene a day, and I'm behind. And then I got further behind. That's some people walking across the road. I actually recognise because uh, we share the same apartment. Um, what's going on there then? Oh no, there's a card we're going to post box um so then um i've lost my track now the excitement of that episode um yeah so basically everything's knocked on today i still have not got any playwriting done today i've barely got time to do this um i finished one of my audio courses last week and then everybody sends emails about how marvelous it was and they copy everybody in so you get, I just got flooded with emails and then another set came through about something else and then I get so overwhelmed with emails in my inbox I stop looking at them and then they build up even more and then I get even more of it overwhelmed by them all. So I've been in email overwhelm today. I've just about sorted that out and then I've had to do some work for something this evening which is probably the thing I'll end up doing. That took longer than normal. Um, 
and just time's ticking on. This always takes me a lot longer than I think it's going to take. I don't know why. Uh, time is just ticking on. Um, we found out more about the... Uh, well, actually, it's not so much more. I was talking to the neighbour, and she said, re the extension at the end of the road. They don't seem to do very much, do they, the builders? It's just the odd tapping, and then that's it. So it's not just me. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they are doing stuff because you can see it's changed on the roof. But um, the fans sort of seem to be here for about half an hour and then they disappear. I mean, they're not there at the moment. I haven't seen them today at all. So anyway, uh, she and I are obviously both monitoring the building situation. Um, no sign of any robins or any other birds on the windowsill. The seeds remain untouched. Although another neighbour did tell me that... Um, a, robins are very aggressive, and B, uh, Muswell Hill robins are very picky, uh, and what they like is mealworms, which you can get in the pound shop, so they're not that picky if they like things from the pound shop. So I'm going to have to go and buy some mealworms. Um, oh, the big news, of course, is um, that I'm getting my jab tomorrow. Now, everybody seems to have ended up with at least 12 24 hours uh bed care uh, after having their jab i've known people with high temperatures i've known people that are really shivering um i think three days was the worst one darren just fell asleep after his um so i've cancelled wednesday well no i haven't cancelled wednesday it sounds ridiculous thing to say it sounds like wednesday's not going to happen in the world now because i've got like cancelled it um I was going to go for a walk with a friend and I just put them on hold in case I'm not up to it. Um, so I think so I've got the paracetamol already uh, and I'm just expecting a, either a really bad night's sleep or a day in bed the next day. But anyway, it might be all right. Um, so that's a, that's quite early tomorrow morning. I'm going to walk over there. So it's all it's quite exciting. It's the anniversary of the year of the theatre's closing tomorrow. Uh, that was the final time I was in the theatre. We all got sent home, um, which is a bit weird because we didn't even have a performance. Uh, and then I sat in the pub for a while. I, God, it was such a weird time of year. I then went to the pub with the theatre people and I ended up sitting talking to Thelma Holt, who must be, I think she must be in her 90s now. She's an absolutely extraordinary woman. Um, in the theatre world. She's a theatre producer. She's been around forever. She knows everything and there is to know about the history of British theatre, really. Unfortunately, I couldn't hear what she was saying because it was like really noisy and she didn't have a very loud voice. And I think I was being told all sorts of really juicy gossip. <laughs> she thought I was marvellous anyway. She had a, and so I had a really nice evening talking to her. She gave me her email at the end. Uh, and then I went off to see Mum because Mum had gone into a sort of uh, not coma, but she was sort of out of consciousness, really. And then um, the, the care home shouldn't have let... My brother was there as well. Uh, the care home shouldn't have let us in, because uh, at that point, that was when the care homes were all getting COVID. Um, and I went... I was. I couldn't stay all night. There was, there was nowhere to sleep. My brother just stayed overnight in the armchair. I went home, and then mum died the next morning, about nine o'clock, I think, nine, ten o'clock. Um, so the anniversary of that's Wednesday. So, um, yeah, it's all a bit strange, really. But I feel about, I feel all right about it. Actually, I'm all right. Um, 
So it's actually quite nice in a way having the vaccination because that's quite a positive thing to do um, on the anniversary of all that happening. Oh, now there's a car pulling up that I've never seen before. Uh, it's got about 500 children in it. Never seen any of them before, but I suspect they'll be going to play with the children next door. It's really nice actually seeing the children out and about again because it's been so long. Uh, oh, they haven't been. I'll keep an eye on them. I've probably got a lot more to say actually. I feel I've spoken rather quickly. I'm a bit hyster I am a bit hysterical actually. I'm sleeping. I'm not sleeping well. That's partly why I'm getting tired and not coping with things. Um, we watched Not My Choice. We seem to be working through the Marvel films on the Disney Channel uh, rather than opera and theatre on Marquee TV, which was the other thing we got. Every Friday now seems to be given over to a Marvel film. Uh, we're going through phase, we've just finished phase one, and that was Marvel Avengers. Um, and there's a big fight at the end, obviously, they all have big fights at the end. And then last night, I dreamt I was down a mine, uh, having basically having the big Marvel fight, but very controlled. I wasn't frightened, I wasn't excited, I was just basically monitoring everybody, administrating orders, and making sure all the heroes killed off all the aliens, uh, which they did in a very formulaic way. Uh, as per the film, that's quite a funny dream actually. But it would be down. I mean, it would be down the mine. That's just so COVID, isn't it? So lockdown mentality. Mm, the children aren't going next door. They're going somewhere else. Where are they all go? Who are they? See, who are they? God, there's enough of them. Um, I'm going to bang on about Mr. Kim again. Uh, Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Um, it is just such a sublime comedy uh, about a Korean family in uh, Canada uh, who run a convenience store. I have to say, Mr. and Mrs. Kim, who are the parents, are possibly one of the funniest creations I've ever seen in a comedy. Um, they are just sublime. Um, and all the other characters, we're on series three now, all the other characters are really blossoming as well. So it's, it's just... Um, it's one of those things that not only do I, sometimes I'm just crying with laughter, uh, but I, through the next day I'll just think about, I mean, I'm thinking about it now and it's just, it's just, it's just making me laugh. It's made me so happy. Kim's Convenience, Netflix, watch it. Right, I'm going to finish and I'll remember everything I haven't said, but I'm going to finish. Uh, I've got to edit it and get this out. This may go out very late, depending on... Um, Somebody striding back. What? Yes, uh, crossing the road looking at their phone. Not a good idea. Um, thank you for listening.